1: Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
2: And I'm not going away with some dirty normal puns just spit all over me. These no. over me, I'm-
0: Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtung Millwall.
3: Well, hello, good afternoon, welcome to Akdung Millwall, my name is Nick Hart, we are in the corporate box, courtesy of Mr Mick Cooper. Say hello to the listeners, Mr Mick Cooper. Hello listeners. <laughs> welcome to uh, Mick's corporate box, we're here for the Melvi Scunford game, i um, got to be honest with you Mick, the team lineup. don't fill me with much confidence, how, how do you see
2: that mate, it looks a little bit thin. Hello to me... <laughs> You know, if I was a betting man, I'd say it's got to be nil-nil, isn't it?
3: <laughs> this, is, this is a must-win game. We've had a, had a series of must-win games of late, listeners, and this is, really is a must-win. I think it's a no excuses game, chaps, don't you think?
4: Yeah. Uh, no excuses, and we've got to win this one. No
3: Lee Gregory. Um, King in goal. Go got Hutchinson. we got Craig on the left. Uh, we've got uh, Byron Webster, and we've got Romeo on the right. Midfield, then, we're thinking is going to be Thompson, Jed Wallace... Shane Ferguson up front Steve Morrison Aidan O'Brien here come the team just get outside and go and take in today's vista beautiful sunny day here in South Bermondsey cool scumfort when a looking green and black turnout Millwall in there blue and white stripes as always uh, Mick is of course doing a charity game we're going to be make no apologies we're going to be flogging this charity game a few times over the next few shows a Millwall Legends 11 versus Princess of Wales Royal Regiment Mick I think that's isn't co-
2: it that's correct May yeah. the 14th May, Sunday May the 14th 3 o'clock kick off and uh, yeah it's uh, it's Millwall Legends which is including um, Teddy Sheringham Stuart Nevercott Sean Sparum uh, Dave, Dave Livermore I think uh, um, Stephen Reid yeah. and he said as long as Reading aren't involved in the playoffs he'll, he'll be playing uh, we've got Mike Taylor yeah. who's, uh, who's also ex-army also himself, good ex- friend Millwall, of mine yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and ex-military yeah. but he's uh, he, he basically uh, was a soldier before he was a goalkeeper and uh, he's going to play a game for each uh, like, uh, play, play a half for each side so that'll be quite how cool. much are the tickets for the game Mick? Uh, adults £10 uh, children £3.50 yeah. and um, I think uh, OAPs and serving ex servicemen, so uh, it's over five or six
3: pounds each. And you're doing a few packages, VIP packages. VIP
2: like package is going to be great. So uh, tables of 10 in the exec club, uh, they're either 70, 70 quid each or you have a table of 10 for 700. Uh, the bonus of buying a table of 10 is that you'll be hosted by either a Millwall legend or a uh, like a, 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 a highly decorated ex uh, soldier. Fantastic.
3: Well, we're going to be giving this plenty of bashing during the course of the game, Mick. Fantastic stuff, mate much appreciated. Mate. You're welcome. A must win game. What you, what little, what's your little name mate? I forgot your name. Freddie. Freddie. What do you reckon Freddie? We're going to win this one mate or we're going to draw? What do draw. you think? Draw. Freddie thinks a draw. Some people say we've got to win this. Shall we Shall we try and win it instead? Freddie goes we're going to try and win it. We're going to try and win it. There well, we go. Lions attacking the usual way in. It turned into a beautiful sunny day, a little bit grey earlier on but the sun's, the sun's come through, clouds are cleared. Morrison, this is Chip from this area, that's right. it's just right right at the post, he didn't quite catch it. A little thick header on from Steve Morrison, Jed Boris from the edge of the penalty, he puts it wide at the right post, it's going to be a middle corner. The corporate Boston, gets get sick of the sound of my voice by the end of this game. There we are, it's going to be Shane Ferguson that takes, down in front of us, box six. Right hand side corner, floated in, it bubbles around. One back there, Mill clips a penalty, Millwall penalty! Clips on the ball was passing around inside the penalty, Mill penalty.
4: Even though we scored but yeah.
3: <laughs> It'll be Williams that takes. No Gregory in the side today. One and a half minutes in, here comes Williams with a penalty. 1-0 Millwall! Great start for the Lions, call and calm left hand side of the goal. Williams puts it away, no trouble. 1-0 Millwall! players come over to the Lower East, get the acclaim of the fans, nice start, that should put the confidence back into the team, A little bit of vim Shawnee Williams, there we are, nicely taken penalty Morrison and O'Brien play as a front two, looks more like a 4-4-2 to me as, as, as the uh, play unfolds game barely started to be actually honest, the lines leading it 1-0 some speculation online that it might be 3-4-3 after an experiment up at Swindon last week, or down at Swindon. Did you say up or you say down to Swindon. I suppose you say down sidewards to Swindon. Whether it's a time to be changing tactics or not is another matter, but um, there we are. We needed a stroke of luck, we got it. 1-0. Early penalty, one and a half minutes on the clock. <laughs> Romeo down the range right side, he's trying to go through two men. and flags for a free kick on the edge of the penalty area this time. We'll win a free kick right-hand side. So it's a mill free kick, Ferguson's just on the right-hand corner of the penalty, about a yard short of the corner of the penalty area and, and, the, and the byline. Another chance for the Lions to um, exploit a bright opening early start. This is Wallace, short, Wallace gets the ball, he chips it in, it's a touch long, that's Craig at the far post, still bobbing around, Ball's in the mix, off, cleared off the line but the referee raises his arm for an infringement. Panic stations in and Scunthorpe defence and free kick. So as life as the fan on the ball tree and you then, Mickey. Busy man.
4: Yeah, it's getting there. It's, um, it's interesting. Uh, a lot of a lot of emails. Um, some conversations with uh, with the board and uh, JB and, and Steve and Alan Williams and stuff. And uh, yes, yeah, so uh, so far so good. So it's it's now I think just setting up the right contacts the right relationships, ready for the start, you know, ready next for season.
3: next season. Yeah. I mean you are in the programme today, you've got your programme notes, I know that we've spoken before about yeah. uh, communication. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're interested in yeah, exploring, exploring yeah. different forms of communicating with fanbase. Right um, all good stuff. The Skinfort 30 is a is a large boy in the middle of the park. He's got kind of mopper curly hair. He's a big boy. Um, I don't know why he's putting a mental image of Benny from Crossroads. Anyone of a certain vintage who can remember the uh, TV weekday soap opera Crossroads from the early 70s. Um, I know I'm excluding huge parts of my my market, my clientele here when I say that because most people never heard, will know what I'm on about. But um, the chap does look like Benny from Crossroads or anyone of that era. Just over to my right in the, uh, the kind of closed off section of the lower away end, was that the south stand I believe it is? Um, North stand, I don't know, whatever stand it is, North stand it must be. there's an advert for the news at den.co.uk which has this week moved to a pay-per-view model. I don't know if anyone has uh, been on the news at den. I, I kind of miss it. You get a little taster sentence of an article now when you log on to it for your annual news. And um, all over the top there, Aidan's chasing it down. Goalkeeper hesitated a moment but then cleared it. Um, so yeah, the news that Den's gone to a pay-per-view model. Yeah, I suppose the only way you're going to pay for for journalism, Mick, you've got advertising, or you've got to pay for it physically, like you used to with the newspapers. I read a
4: few emails about that actually. So,
3: um... but people don't want to pay for it, and I think they will struggle. I think the, the advertising route is the model. Um,
4: but yeah, I think. I what think do it, I know? The know? trouble is when you go paper, when you go behind a paywall, as such is what their class is, don't yeah. they? Is that if the content isn't there. Yeah. And the trouble is <laughs> yeah. uh, you know the trouble is is that it's alright like with Millwall where they do the, the you know the Lions player Lions player because yeah. there's exclusive stuff because it's the club that's doing it. But yeah. The problem is is that most of the stories appear in yeah, South think, London yeah, or yeah, you know Summer online, News or yeah. online or by other people, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not really oh, getting anything oh. exclusive.
3: Oh. No. There you are. That's the business model they've chosen. Um, so to get your news at Den there, you have to log in. I think it's only a tenner a year, Mick. It's not, it's not a huge sum of money, but people will be reluctant. Come up for the 12th minute. has been a very bright start by the Lions, leading 1-0. It's going to be a chance to swing the ball into the, into the mix. It finds O'Brien, it almost feeds through, and it's going to run clear for the uh, Scunny defence. I did read online. Someone posted, "This is our 52nd game of the season. It's a huge workload for a, a squad of limited resources." Ball breaks now for Scumfold, 24, trying to feed its way through. Poorly cleared. There is Benny Scumfold coming over the right side. So yeah, 52 games, 52nd game. There's more to come uh, with a squad of um, a depleted squad, increasingly as the injuries take their toll. Ben Thompson looking right already. We can see the free kick. Just outside the D of the penalty here on the left-hand side. Here goes Scunny, shot from distance, that's in, she's over the bar. Yeah, Scunthorpe scored. they scored. <laughs> it's over the bar. <laughs> Too much Murph and hilarity rather than. <laughs> First opportunity for Scunthorpe, wouldn not far over the bar, but anyway it was over the bar. 16 minutes in, Scunthorpe just started to show a little bit going forwards at the moment, a little bit of possession. 21 minutes in, Lions leading 1-0 thanks to that early penalty. Pace of the game very fast, quite a bright game in all honesty. 25 minutes on the clock. Um, it's been action-packed. This is Scumfort Coming Falls now. It's, it, well, it lacks a certain finesse, you'd have to say, a certain quality, but it's certainly been pulsating.
2: And what I'd like to see is a like re- switch tactics for like at several times up. throughout the game yeah, from 4-4-2 to 4-3-3. That's what I'd yeah. like to see. I agree. I mean I, I, I mean, the players we've got, I think
3: really suit a 4-3-3 style. I think the style we're playing is yeah. it suits the Millwall fan base, yeah. it suits the club, but you yeah. do need to vary. You can't yeah. just be relentless yeah. the same tactic all the time. No. And I think that's where it's gone wrong a little bit. A little bit of a kerfuffle over there in the west, though. No, I don't know what's going on. A little bit of shouting and screaming going on over there. Stewards in, in the mix. Possibly the away bench has been involved in some verbals. I no, no, it's not like us to, to get involved in verbal standing, really, but uh, sometimes happens. So, Brian, into the box, volley, ooh, Morrison just couldn't connect with the volley, pass. Aidan hey, no, O'Brien was a nice idea, if it had come off, it would have been a spectacular. Crowd getting into the mix now, the game has certainly sparked. I don't know what's happened over on the west side there, Some, someone must have said something. And that's fire the crowd up I and mean, sometimes you need a little bit of that down the den don't you nicely cut out there by ben thompson he's played well this this half of football for me ben thompson 33 minutes lines playing well leading by that early penalty hope the uh, the nervous breakdown period is behind us certainly looks that way so far fantastic crunching tackle there by ben thompson referee let's play goal morrison plays it back inside this is ferguson thompson now sprays it wide this is while on the right hand side Taking his man on. Taking him on again, down the right hand side. He's gone past two men. Aiden O'Brien takes on the chest, across the face of the goal. Nice work, nice move. Opportunity, went begging though. Here comes Benny, down the middle. Straight into a crunching tackle from Sean Hutchinson. And he's got Benny down. Listen to that applause. Only at the den. A crunching tackle by Hutchinson. The crowd loved that, Mick, didn't they? (laughs) They loved that. That's
2: what we want to say.
3: (laughs) You want to make friends down Millwall. You've got to get a crunching tackle and hurt your man. Leave him on the floor. They'll love you forever after that. Former Conservative politician Chris Patton in the week mentioned in the context of Brexit that the country's turning into a Millwall Britain. No one loves us, as he put it. No one loves us. What a toss-up. A few years ago, we had a little series in "No One Likes Us" when I edited "No One Likes Us" of the use of "millwall" as a descriptive term. That "no one likes us," we don't care. Millwallism and Patton in the week, who was I think was the, the, f- the failure of a politician. Lovely ball forward, it hits uh, beautiful back heel by Steve Morrison. Long ball for him on the back of the, of the car. Calf, and he back-heeled it, finds Wallace. Beautifully creative work there by Morrison. He's got a brain on him, that man. I'll tell you that much. Marlon. Another back heel, it's back Hill City, the beautiful ball in, Ferguson puts over by the far post, great chance, great opportunity, great move, blasted over at the left hand post by Shane Ferguson, really nice nice play there by Millwall, 37 minutes, another scumful free kick that halfway inside the middle half that's chipped into the box we've dealt with our any balls into the middle quite well today just attempting fate as it bobbling around there so it's hoofed clear in the, in the event um, we've not looked in too much trouble in, in defence one of the things that I did notice in the aftermath of the Spurs debacle is that our defence looked a little bit shattered and far I don't know, it was injuries or just uh, a loss of confidence I don't know but we've certainly looked a lot stronger in this game today Scunthorpe haven't threatened a huge amount but maybe that's you know half and half um, certainly we've looked a lot stronger for me defensively. Blank is Ferguson from distance, shot from distance, wide left-hand post, nice effort from distance. Mill certainly looking a lot more dangerous in this half of football than we have for some, some games in all honesty. I don't know if there's been a clearing the air meeting, or you, the, certainly there was, <laughs> there was um, me in my track, that did. <laughs> there's a half-time whistle, Mill lead it, 1-0, good performance from the Lions for me. Um, bright stuff what we lacked in finesse we've made up for in, in VIM and Energy so uh, very refreshing lies leading thanks to that early penalty as it goes in half time things are looking looking a little bit brighter and uh, the weight, the collective weight on everyone's shoulders has been lifted we Be are back after these
1: messages Achtung, Mehlballin
3: So it's half-time, and I've got two very special guests for Akdung Millwall. This is Freddie. Say hello, Freddie. Hello. And what's your name? Harry. Harry. Freddie and Harry. Who's your favourite player, Harry? Uh,
2: Thompson.
3: Thompson. You like Ben Thompson. What about you, Fred? Who do you like?
2: Um, Morrison. Morrison.
3: Morrison and Thompson. That's excellent. So two very special guests. Thank you both for coming on Akdung Millwall. Say hello to the listeners.
1: Hello. Hello.
3: Hello. Lovely. Thank you, boys. We'll be back later. Thank you very much. Two stars of the future there for you, dear listeners.
1: Achtung, Mil-bal.
3: Second half. Brilliant sunshine. Away we go. Shot on goal, tipped over by King in goal from the 24. Tony, a little volley shot from the right-hand side of the penalty area. Tipped over well by Tom King. 46 minutes, one minute into the game. First chance, of the second half falls to Scunthorpe. Well saved there by Tom King. I thought it was unlucky to be dropped on the return of Jordan Nice, who clearly wasn't fit, 100% fit. King hadn't really done anything um, for me to be dropped apart from the, the collective uh, meltdown in, in the aftermath of uh, Tottenham. But he's, he's, he's pulled one out there, that's for sure. Morrison challenges there. Long ball 40, falls Brian O'Brien on the right-hand side. Works some space, ball back across the box. Football volley over the bar Morris in the mix and it folks to Wallace and volleys over the bar real opportunity for the Lions to bury the game put over the top of the crossbar 47 minutes now we will be posting regular links for, for mix um, Legends versus Mill Legends versus PWR Princess of Wales Royal Regiment game I'm going to make no apologies uh, for boosting that we've just done a, a periscope which you'll be seeing uh, if you follow me on social media we're going to be doing more stuff as the weeks proceeds. I we want to see a good turnout for that game. It's a fantastic cause. I was just talking to Mick at half time. Um, all you mill souvenir hunters out there, there'll be some interesting um, memorabilia, Mick, that you've put together for the game. Uh Half and half, very rarely is half and half scarves forgivable at the den, but...
2: Well that's right, so the uh, the, the, uh, the emblem of Princess of Wales World Regiment, which incidentally is my dad's old regiment, well, the Forbear Regiment, right. and uh, the, um, the emblem is the Tigers, so this matches Lions v Tigers. Fantastic. So we're having um, half and half scarves, souvenir scarves, uh, uh, half and half flags made, and we're also having some, uh, some pin badges as well. So yeah, Excellent. some good collector's items. So keep your eyes
3: out, we will be boosting this, and there will be links to, to obtain this stuff regularly online. Uh, a lot of you I know do love to collect the pin badges, so these sound like real collector's items, Mill versus Tigers, um, and it's all for a fantastic call. So um, as I've said, you will be seeing these links fairly regularly, so stay tuned to this channel, as they used to say in the olden days. 51 minutes, here comes a free kick, probably going to be a shot on goal, almost certainly, it's on target, it's a fantastic save. Again, that was a power shot on goal, headed behind by Craig for a corner. Good stop by Tom King. He's had his critics of late, Mick, but I've, I've liked what he's done today.
2: Uh, well, uh, well, I mean, he's made two outstanding saves so far today. Kept us in the
3: game. Mm. Kept us in the game. Just saying to Mick, the club have really been cooperative in, 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 in organizing.
2: They, they've actually been, yeah, they, they, they've they've been spot on. Um, you know, particularly Alan Williams and uh, and Veronica Quinn. Yeah. have been absolutely spot on and in fact you know it was it was alan williams that that, that really sort of pushed for this to happen and um you know and i think once uh, once andy kavanagh came on board there was man, there was massive support and we confirmed the date within within like within two weeks of, of andy That's kavanagh starting Yeah, we had the date confirmed they've not charging a thing for any of this right so every every basically everything that the club so is doing high for nothing no, absolutely yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 definitely
3: I have mean, dealt with Veronica when we used to do the Lions Trust. Cup. I know Veronica. She is an absolute diamond. She is a, absolute, yeah. a club character and a diamond. Yeah. She she makes things happen. You know, she's a very handy person. Know.
2: Yeah. So that they've, uh, you know, as you said, not only and, and the things that the things that they um, that they have to charge for, they're doing at cost. So they, you know, yeah.
3: they're they're a uh, well done Millwall FC. Nice to be able to say that. Well done Millwall Football Club. 54 minutes. The line's been a little bit pinned back in the, since the start of the second half. Um, rare foray forwards. It's gone a little bit wrong there. Ball put out of touch. Um, we've been a little bit under pressure since kickoff. off certainly looked a lot brighter. And at the moment we're a little bit pinned back. Ball sprayed out wide. Right. It's going to be Marlon now. Taking on his man. Does love to attack his defender. That's one of his great attributes. He cuts inside. This is Jed Wallace. Shot blocked. 56 minutes gone. We're all now pressing forwards. This is... Williams across the ball, it's 2-0! Crossing to the box, that was Shane Ferguson. Fantastic. Nice cross, nice finish. Game over, Mick. Game yeah, over. I think so. We can all <laughs> relax now. We can all relax. Um, Scumfolk did look a little bit brighter. That was probably Millwall's first real se- uh, touch of pressure. Any sense of attack in the second half that looked serious. Uh, not crossing from the right side. I think it was Wise that got the crossing. Touched in at the left hand post, from this angle at least, by Shane Ferguson. 2-0 Millwall. There's a collective sigh of relief around the stadium. I think, I think a monkey has been removed from our collective backs. We just speculate with Mick on the uh, potential of a dream front two of Neil Harris and Teddy Sheringham. We know he's not confirmed, so don't go buying your tickets on the strength of that, but that's our dream, Mick, isn't it? Uh, well,
2: you know, wouldn't it be something to see, that hey, the, two, yeah. the two record scorers and, that, yeah... That, that, it would be, be the
3: same, I mean, there's, there's rare pictures of Paul Gascoigne in the Millwall kit, and yeah. it would be in that, at that level, exactly, wouldn't it? You yeah. know, one of those dream moments.
2: Yeah. I mean, as you said, for me, my 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 first Millwall hero was Kevin Bremner. Yeah. Uh, after those uh, shocking <laughs> shocking Peter Anderson years, to see someone with uh, with real passion was, uh, was, you know... It was, a, it
3: was just a refreshing yeah, break, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a
2: sort of like 12, 13-year-old kid, it was, it, you know... <laughs>
3: Younger listeners will have to look this up on the internet, I'm afraid. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, those that think we've been having it hard in the last few weeks, you want to go back to those times, it Mick? You've got you real grim Millwall days. Exactly. Actually,
2: and... I might have been a bit older. I might have been 15,
3: 16. There's the eight on the right-hand side. That little bright move forwards. Thompson tries over over kick. It's casually cleared. It's still bobbing around. That's a chip over the bar from the 30. from Benny from Crossroads. Puts it in the Miss Diane's backyard. Up her back passage. Might edit that bit out. That just came through from my head. It's Diane's rear entrance. I will edit that out, I It With the children in the show earlier on. I've got to edit that out. 61 minutes, 62 minutes coming up. Entertaining game, to say the least, dear listeners. If in a very third division style, but it's certainly... Um Certainly good enough, fair for the Millwall support at the moment at two 0 But yeah, it's a, it's a much brighter performance, Mick. overall. Yeah. it's good to see it. Well,
2: you know, when there's a few, when there's always a few candidates for man of the match, when, when there's a lot of discussion about it, yeah. that can never be a bad thing, can
3: no, it? No, no, absolutely. Also, I want to mention Hutchinson. Because I think he's done quite well in defence. You know, he's, he's well, he's looked, yeah,
2: he's not very strong, and you know, it's a <laughs> shame that we've only had him available for less than half a season. Yeah, if you
3: can know? Keep, he looks like a quality defender. Yeah. Yeah. This is Shane Ferguson, ball front thro- down the left-hand side, finds Craig across the box, three-nil, now that is game over, game Sound match, nice little move there, Ferguson finds Craig on the left-hand side, he's ball across the box, caught by Aiden O'Brien and put it in, Knight neatly on the left-hand side of the goal, three-nil Millwall. Thing, I'm on the other side of the grey car. It's hard to see the scoreboard from here. I ain't no problem. There we are. Actually, yeah, a yeah, mixture of Sam Ferguson, man of the match now, then. Um.
2: For me, for he is, because obviously you know, he scored. He's Score the goal. He's got a goal. I mean, not every. He's, he's had a few misplaced passes, but he's, but he's, he's worked. has been, been excellent. I well, that think was he's an imaginative pass.
3: It, it found Craig Not an well, obvious ball, was it? Craig it, going down the left hand side. Exa-
2: exactly, exactly that. And obviously the goal as well. I just think for me, as you said, it's great that there's so many contenders. But yeah.
3: for me, Shane Ferguson, I, I won't argue. I won't argue with it. Well, I think we can safely say the post-Tottenham lull has been passed us by now. That's been put to rest at last. The uh, Millwall performance today has been quite flowing, really. I mean, we've had our moments where we've been under pressure, but it's been a much more uh, Millwall performance, as, as you and I would understand it. We've looked good up front. Morrison and, and O'Brien worked well as a couple. And Ferguson, as Mick said earlier on, has, has played well. Morrison down the right side, he's flipped header, tries to find Ben Thompson. Nearly broke through an open ground inside the scunthorpe penalty area, but that's taken away by their defence. 24's league in the game. Surprised me. I thought he looked like quite an attractive player, that 24. The one they're more dangerous players, but he's gone out, so um, that's good news for us. We've got some news relating to the uh, PWR. Jimmy we were just about these, <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Carter yeah. is, is in, Jimmy, in, can in you the, the underweight. Jimmy you
2: Can you make that announcement <laughs> for the charity about the charity match? Yeah, very exciting and little announcement. Obviously, the, the game against the uh, Princess the Royal uh, Regiment on the 14th of May. Yep. Uh, we've got some good stars already. Absolutely. But as of this, as of this afternoon, I had a little word with Neil Harris before the game and he's in fantastic news a great, great news for the fans all we need is Teddy now to join him two club a record a dream, scores, and that would be a dream wouldn't it that would be a
3: dream so yeah fantastic, fantastic news, news mate. really appreciate brilliant. it thank you very Cheers, much mate. Top all thanks, of us. Jimmy. thank you Jimmy Carter the glory years of 88-89 that was Jimmy Carter I can't believe i just talked to Jimmy Carter anyway there we are I've gone all silly uh,
2: jimmy, <laughs> jimmy, Jimmy's jimmy been absolutely brilliant in contacting all the you know all the old players he's really he's been like a massive massive help he's been putting the word around as is Sean as Sparham as well Sean uh, Sparham. I was an old of mine. It's amazing. Up front. Well, we were just saying that my dream would be to see sheringham and Harris, and, and Harris up front,
3: yeah. however well, long for. If that comes to pass, you're going to be hearing about it a lot on yeah. this show, believe you me, because sure. that, that should shift tickets, and that, yeah. that's what I want to see Definitely.
2: too. Definitely, no, that is amazing news.
3: I was saying to Mick earlier on, when I organise the Lion Trust Cup, you, you, you feel like a mixture of um, excitement and yeah. burden. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely, It's weight and it's exciting. And, well. You know, it's, a, it's an odd mixture, Mick, isn't it? You, know, you must be feeling the same oh, yeah.
2: way. Well, I'll be honest, with you, I, you know, uh, for me, I just think, oh, you know, I, I just think if, if things go wrong... You're busy
3: work-wise, you're busy
2: charity-wise, yeah. and you're
3: responsible for the lot. Absolutely. <laughs> so if it all goes wrong, blame Mick. <laughs>
2: but you know as I said before the club have been absolutely brilliant and, yeah. and uh, you know well, there's a good little bit of news there I mean that's that's, oh, that's, the that's, that's, my mate, that's, that's made my day
3: that really has I just noticed Fred's coming into the game that must have been the uh, a second substitution early on this is why you're tuning to this show for the, uh, the informative insightful nature of the commentary Fred's into the game I've only just noticed third substitute from the Lions now Ayn <laughs> O'Brien's oh, you know, coming out Callum Butcher's coming in Get a good round of applause, Aidan O'Brien. He's done well today. Looks much more comfortable as a striker than he does as a winger. We all know that. He is a goal scorer. I like him. He has his critics as a winger, as a striker. I think he's a very, very good um, forward at this level. Get a good round of applause as he leaves the pitch. Freddie, who's man of the match for you, Fred? Who take it?
0: Ferguson.
3: Ferguson, that's a good choice, that's a very good that's choice, choice. That's, a very, um, that's a very insightful choice actually, that's, that's, that's a thoughtful, that's a thoughtful choice. He,
2: he's, like, he's like a statue, Freddy, he, does, he knows all the players, yeah. he reads the yeah. programme cover,
3: cover. cover to cover, that's a very very thoughtful choice there Fred, I like that. Fred takes his mantle, goes past him but runs into trouble possibly the, that's the summary of fred's career he shows a brilliant bit of promise goes past his man brilliantly and runs himself straight into trouble but there we are that's fred in a nutshell word on the street is that he's going to move on in the summertime um so be it um whether he's uh, we wish him well i don't think it's churlish to say anything else but whether he's as good as he thinks he is is another matter what's your take on fred Mick, i think he's, he's he's one of these players that shows eternal promise and never fulfills
2: it where, where, where do you stand? Uh, I mean I think he blows, he blows on cold he runs himself into trouble quite a lot he
1: does he
2: yeah. he, um, he he reminds me a little bit of, of, uh, of, of a uh, Paul feel but not as good <laughs> uh, that's that's, that's my honest I don't, yeah, he may have more he may have a great potential but you know right now what I see today is He's not
3: as good as he thinks he is I think that's that's I the, think that's I mean that's for sure. You know, he's clearly what's the move? I think he sees himself as an Arsenal stroke uh, that level, but I don't see that, do you? No. Not at the moment. No. It's not no. a finished article, I know, no, but far, um, no, f-
2: far from it. I think you do I mean, it's really, it's really difficult. I do. I kind of feel for him a little bit because I think the style of play doesn't necessarily suit him here. No, um, I think, you know, again, if we were to play four-three-three, you know, I could see like Morris
3: bring him, bring him in
2: more. Well, you know, a front three, well, i like any any three from uh, from Morrison, uh, Morrison, Gregory, O'Brien, yeah. Fred, and um, Jen Wallace yeah. Like, you know, I think those. Yeah. That you know that would be good good to see.
3: Three minutes oh, extra time. It's been a long time since we've been comfortably ahead in a game where you can just kind of have a relaxed last three minutes and nothing much to mull about, really. Free kick for Scunthorpe, little uh, flick header. Consolation goal to last, little flick header into the mix. That's 3-1. There's the final whistle. That really was the last kick of the game. It finishes 3-1. Uh, disappointing to concede right at the death there. It was a little bit of casual defence. Uh, good performance by the Lions. I, I, I like the, the, uh, the way we approach that game. A lot of confidence. 3 1, it finishes. Unfortunate to give away the last minute goal there, but what the hell? That's the way it goes. Achtung, Milball. Big welcome on the show now to Harry Warren. Welcome back to the show, Harry.
5: Cheers,
3: Nick. I was just saying off air, mate. I found it um, a strangely relaxed win yesterday, and uh, I'm not sure what I make of it. It's almost like without the panic and without the mayhem, you know, we don't know what to do with ourselves. I thought it was a very easy win.
5: Yeah, it was, and it wasn't anything that the vibe around the ground before the game was expecting. I think everyone was a bit, a bit nervous, a bit
3: um... <laughs> yourself included, because Harry tweeted me beforehand uh, or messaged me saying that I'm still optimistic with the lineup we saw, and um, I think you're right. I think there was a few looking at that at that starting eleven, Harry, that thought it looked a bit paper thin.
5: Yeah. Um... I mean, I don't really rate O'Brien. Oh fuck me, I'm really? I am I? My words on that? <laughs> no, no shit. Uh, <laughs> but yesterday, he put on his uh, put on his best performance in a Millwall shirt for me. I mean, he, he he done everything that he don't usually do. He seemed to seemed to reddish playing that front yesterday, and I think, yeah, I think like that every week I'd have no problem with him.
3: I mean, I, I, I I thought um, he found his natural position. I mean, we know what his natural position is, Harry really I mean, he's a striker. He's not a winger. And I think much of um much of Aidan O'Brien's um, cri- you know, criticism, um, from his critics in the crowd comes from him being played probably out of position, really. He's not a winger. And um I thought yesterday's performance was marked by the fact we had proper wingers and um actually exploited the flanks a little bit and, and, and each of the goals in their different ways, apart from the penalty, I guess. But the two the second and third goals came from from good wing play, which is refreshing.
5: Yeah, well it was. Um but it was it was weird because you will not call Ferguson an out-and-out winger. And yesterday, he'd done a lot of defending in the first half. He did, um, yeah. Um, he gets forward. He's, if his quality's right, he, he, he is better than O'Brien. Some games he goes missing, but in especially the way how it is now with no Fred, um, the yeah. left side is the problem. Um,
3: yeah, I, I thought it was one of a, uh, Aiden. um Ferguson's best games for us in many ways. I mean in fact I I've got him as a I gave him an 8 out of 10 on I was just doing some before we rang I was just doing some marks out of 10 for everyone I thought I thought it was actually one of his most effective performances for us in a, in a Mill shirt because he he looked like a winger, um behaved like a winger and actually showed that he can finish well as well. I mean he had a couple of chances that went close and and of course the um it was the second goal, wasn't it, that kind of buried the game for us where uh, again, decent cross comes in, and he's, he's at the far post to to finish well. And I thought it was actually one of his best games for us.
5: Yeah, definitely. I think he. I don't know. Yesterday seemed to everything seemed to go right for us, and you know that hasn't been happening recently.
3: Um, no, we had some luck, didn't we? Um, I'm through the penalty from the just start of the game off. I mean, we, we had a penalty inside. I think it was inside ninety seconds where the, the penalty was awarded. Um it was a fair penalty. I called it penalty in real time, I think. It was. it
1: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to .com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more.
0: Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST.
4: Wow.
1: Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST.
3: Was it Hutchinson got clipped coming back from a, yeah, from yeah. a corner and the referee awarded a pen, which is kind of a brave decision given, you know, the game's only just kicked off. Um, and that put us 1-0 up, well, well taken by, by Shane, Sean Williams. And, um, I mean, from that moment onwards, you just kind of knew the game was going to go our way. It, it felt good, didn't it? It was the whole vibe around the stadium was, was sunny and relaxed. Um, from there onwards, we were in control.
5: Yeah, it's a, it's a rare feeling you get that with Millwall, normally <laughs> one mill in the first minute, normally it goes, you know what happens, we get stuff 3-1. Um,
3: uh. <laughs> so much cynicism from one so young, um, it's true though, it's true. Um, I, th- I mean, it was, it was taken well. I mean, again, we've had a few nervous breakdowns with penalties in recent times. haven't we? Gregory missed a couple up there at, um, at Oldham. And, you know, I thought he was getting a little bit predictable with his penalty taking. But Sean Williams stepped up yesterday and put it away nicely. So fair play to him, 1-0 up. And um, I never, I mean, the first half, I, I really didn't think Scunthorpe came came close to threatening us in, in, in many ways. I mean, they had a couple of moments, but nothing overall.
5: No, they didn't look like they deserved to be in the playoffs. They were probably out of no. the ones that I've seen this season. Um, probably offered the least kind of threat to the way that we'd play. And yesterday we didn't really just lump it up to Morrison. We did. We varied our play.
3: Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I think
5: that, I think that shocked them, especially in the first half. I think they come and thought we were going to just hit long balls, and yeah. uh, they were. I mean, they had a couple of players. I think they're thirty. Looked pretty decent. Like. In terms of big spraying, boy, yeah,
3: right. big, big lump, yeah, in the middle, yeah, but skillful too. He got,
5: two, he got two clattering tackles, one by Thompson, and then about 30 seconds later, he got up and went to go and play the ball again, and and smashed through him. Yeah. And I don't think you found him for the rest of the game. <laughs> uh, that just shows, that shows probably ways at Scunthorpe you know what I mean?
3: I mean, it was a good physical performance, I and mean, I thought we won the midfield battle But um, oh, throughout the game, really. I mean, Scumfork came a little bit. Back into it at the start of the second half, they clearly had a rocket at half time from their management, and they they showed a little bit more at the start of the second than they did, particularly as the half wore on. In the first, I thought they looked progressively more uh, progressively weaker. Really, Harry. I mean, you're right. I I, I was quite surprised that they're in the playoff songs. They looked like a mid-table side that were just wanting to get away on their holidays in in four weeks' time. They didn't look like they were up for it at all.
5: No, they didn't, and I think you're right, I think the start of the second half, um, Tom King's save is massive. Um yeah. if that goes in. It I think it was one 0 at the time, so it would have been one one and the relaxed afternoon with that up until that point. How many times have we seen Millwall sort of surgery <laughs> two or three up and end up being one one or, or or do it somehow conspiring to throw it away? So it was it was a professional performance, um and some of the forward the defence Bar, I know it ended up 3 1, but barring the last minute sort of.
3: Last kick of the game, run. wasn't it? Yeah. Uh,
5: um, the defence looks solid, even though he made uh, Hutchinson come back in. And I think that this is probably his best performance in a mill shirt, to be honest, especially
3: what I've seen. Um, yeah, I mean, it's good to have him back. I mean, he's obviously had a fragile season with injuries, and and that's a shame. I hope that's not going to be the. The story of, it, of Hutchinson's career at, at the Den, you kind of know it probably will be, but we hope it, we can hope it's not. But I thought he looked really good yesterday. Um and the whole defensive line. I felt uh, did their job. I want to mention um, Tom King in goal. Harry, I mean, you, you mentioned him a moment ago, and I, I just want to kind of mark him out because he, it wasn't, it wasn't, um, it wasn't the absolute top draw goalkeeping, but he made a, a series of good stops from from shots, and there was that one decent save at the start of. The second half, it could have made it one each, and that would have been a very different game, wouldn't it? Um, I just want to. I'm mean, given he's had a bit of a rough experience lately. He had, a, he had a. Um, everyone had a meltdown at White Hart Lane, and and, and he let one in very late, um, which he probably would have been very disappointing with. But he 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 took his dropping like a man as well, didn't he? You know, um, I thought was on, it was it was it was harsh on him to be dropped for Jordan Archer, who clearly wasn't fit, and he's come back and done a job today or yesterday.
5: Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't up at Sheffield United midweek, so I don't know. I know Archer. I called it. I was listening to it on the radio um, at work, and mm. I know Archer made a fantastic save, and then somehow conspired to be injured again uh, two <laughs> seconds later. So I don't know whether or not he's pulled whatever he had pulled making that save. But King is a good second choice killer. Yeah. Yeah, That's well, yeah, I mean, he's not. He's good at long range shots. I think. I think what lets him down is he's just. I don't know if he's, he's for me he's not got enough spring if you know what I mean for a goalkeeper if he's got time to think about it it almost almost I don't know he almost overthinks it.
3: I was a young young kid I mean he's not long um, back from Welling United I know he's had a few starts and he's, he's still learning his trade and goalkeeping is a is a mature player's art in the end. I mean, I think you learn the the nuances and the, you learn command and you learn the, the you know the many tricks of the trade that, that you pick up. So he's, he's very much at the start of his career. So I, I think you're right. At the moment, he is a squad goalkeeper. Um, but he did well for us yesterday. Um, and he's, he's clearly got, you know, he's got a journey to make in front of him. And I, I think he's got it to make. I think he does need to pick up um, some, some aspects of his game. But then, you know, it's, the goalkeepers go on longer than other players, so he's got time to do it in. But I, I just thought he did did very well for us yesterday.
5: Yeah, and his distribution's fantastic, which is another plus point. You know, he gets us going a lot more quicker than Archer, who seems to struggle a bit with kicking. But King's kicking, is, is well, his distribution from his kicks, are, is second to none, really.
3: I mean, second goal killed it um, as, a, as a as a game. I thought at 1-0, we were, you know, scunthorpe pushed back at the start of the second half, and we were always liable to um to screw up in defence and something could happen but um the second goal killed it and and remarkable in a in a way for it's great wing play great cross from Jed Wallace I think from the right and good finishing from from Shane Ferguson at the, the left post and open play goal well worked great cross and a goal flowed and you have you got to say there's a there's a lesson in there for Neil Harris rather than the relentless lump down the middle to Gregory and, and Morrison it, it was it was good to see
5: yeah it was and it had come from a move that <clears throat> almost worked sort of thirty seconds before by well, this shot when I think he could have squared it to O'Brien or something
3: yeah, a touch greedy yeah, yeah yeah and
5: it wasn't it wasn't properly cleared and sort of thirty seconds later it was in the back of the net from from a nice move um but I'd rather us sort of it's unusual for us to have shots, you know what I mean we don't and it's <laughs> unless uh we're inside sort of the six yard box or it's Morrison or Gregory, no one else seems to. Seems to want to shoot, and I think Ferguson was shooting from all angles yesterday, to be honest. Um, He had two in the first half, and he missed that one in the first half at the far post, didn't he? He Um, did,
3: yeah. Um, As I say, I mean, even the third goal, um, you know, again, good wing play. That was Ferguson, to to Craig. Uh, an unlikely um wing perhaps what a cross what a cross it was a good cross and what a finish harry what a finish i mean i i didn't really appreciate how good a finish that was in real times it happened quite fast i was at the uh, i was in the, one of the boxes yesterday and i was at the other end so you know i could see it was, it was a, a Brian that put it away but just watching the sky highlights before you and me spoke today that was a fantastic finish um you know, if, if a continental player had done that, you you'd be saying that's that's the difference between us and them. That was it was a fantastic outside of the boot finish.
5: Yeah, it was a bit of a strange finish. I I don't know what he was trying to do. I don't know
3: if he He meant it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He meant it.
5: That, that, that's the thing though. That's the thing. <laughs> I that, I think sometimes he does things and he surprises himself. He has a fucking look of sort of bewilderment on his face when he's running round, and he's just a bit
3: God gave it to him. It was it was, it was a good finish. <laughs> it was, you know, I think he's a quality striker at this level. I'm not saying he's um, um, terribly better than this level. Although you know he didn't do a bad job when he was in the win the championship. But um, I think he's a good finisher. He's a great asset for us. And I, 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 you know, I know, leaving aside the um, your own views, and he's got his critics around the den. He he, he does blow hot and cold, but. When he when he gets a chance, he he's a goal scorer and they're few and far between, uh, especially in, in third division football. And I just thought that was a fantastic strike yesterday.
5: Yeah, he, I mean, <clears throat> I think he's a poacher. I think he takes. He seems to be there when crosses or balls like that actually drop. Yeah, and it's a lot of his goals in and around the six yard box. Considering the fact that he's playing left midfield a lot of the time, he does get he does get goals. Um. I mean, obviously, he's, yesterday he put the work in up front. It was like he knew what it's he was doing. It's the work so,
3: thing, yeah. It's the W word, he
5: won and it. I couldn't believe it. I think he won an <laughs> Edda, and, and no one had chased it, and he chased it himself. I couldn't believe it, and then he fell off my chair.
3: He clearly <laughs> tunes into Achtung Mill, and listens to what you've got to say, Harry, because I think he did raise his game yesterday, and and the results followed. Um, good midfield performance. Ben Thompson was, was refreshing in midfield. He's back to the Ben of old, um, crunching the tackles in and maybe not his best game, as some said online, but I thought it was a pretty good performance. And when he plays well, we play well, don't we, as a, as a team?
5: Yeah. Um, I think he's looked a bit tired. He's come out for a few games, come back in. <coughs> I, don't, I don't know. If, I think a lot of us, a lot of the team are carrying knocks. I, I really do, because...
3: It's a stretch, And I mean, I, I think I said in my little life piece, 52nd game of the season, it's it's a lot for a, a, a squad of our limited um, limited means.
5: Yeah, but he, yesterday, as you said, he was back to... I wouldn't say, as she said, I wouldn't say it was his best game, but it was a, compared to what he's been pumping out recently, I mean, it was chalk and cheese. But then that's why we got the result, I think. we If we play well, we're, we're, we're not going to... I know it's the mark of a good side or a great side to play badly and win, but I don't think that's us. We have to all play well to win, really, especially in big games.
3: Yeah, I mean, Williams, I, I, I thought, played well. Um very calmly took the the penalty to set us on the way. I think that was a huge um, settling moment to go one nil up so early. You know, I know we, some might say we catch a bit of a break by getting an early penalty in that way, but there we are. He, he took that well, and I thought his, his his game in midfield. I thought we, I thought we we won the midfield battle yesterday. I think we we were in control and made a big difference. Also, like Jed Wallace on the wing, is one of his more effective games Harry, as well for us.
5: Yeah, it, it was. He was especially in the first half. He was taking on all comers Um, yeah it's helped I think Romeo helps him a little bit more than Cummins I think he feels I don't know why I think it's just Romeo's got a little bit more pace and I feel like they both can go forward and know
3: they can get back if that makes sense yeah uh, you, Romeo creates a few more options up front you've got you got the pass or you've got the, uh, the you know the cross yourself and I think he's just got more choices available to him but one of his most effective games yesterday I thought he played well maybe a touch self-indulgent on occasions but then that's 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 the uh, that's that's the poncy winger for you isn't it that's that's what they do um, that's what they get paid for um, yeah
5: I'd, I'd- I quite would like him to play behind the front too. So, to be honest, I think sometimes he's a little bit wasted on the wing, especially if he can't beat his fullback. I think he's um, he's delivery and, and he's all round. He's just the pace that he moves at. When he when he picks up the ball at his feet and he's running at players, especially at this level, I think he causes a lot a lot of problems. You've seen it with his breaks. Yeah. Teams earlier in the season, he just moves the ball, and it's not just a kick lamp in front of him and chase after it. The ball's still very much under control as He's running with it. Um, and in this league it don't matter if he pushes one past someone and goes down he's going to win a free kick a penalty because he's just that much quicker sort of mentally and physically to, to a lot of defenders and a lot of play in this, in this league
3: He seems, can, seems to enjoy himself at Millwall doesn't he? He's one of those players that seems to seems to love it and many, many don't like it but he does love it he does seem to enjoy himself in front of our crowd
5: We're going we're gonna to have to do well if we go up here to sign these players Millwall might have to pay <laughs> more than for these three players, we want
3: to sign. Yeah, I think I think that might be um, perhaps a touch optimistic. Um, but yeah, it'd be great to see Wallace. I mean, I, I think Cooper, uh, Cooper, yeah, might might not be um, you know signable. We, we'll see. I think if, if we can get ourselves into the playoffs, I mean, we're still three points shy of, of that sixth spot. I mean, uh, we've conceded our games in hand with that run of bad form that we've just been through. But yesterday very much did feel like a monkey was lifted off our, our back, um, with depending on other, other teams. I mean, South End are the obvious targets, Harry, but to be honest, if you're the way Scunthorpe performed yesterday, I, I was quite surprised at their their lack of passion and the, they're only a point in front of South End. So we're looking for them to make mistakes, but all we can do is go to Shrewsbury on Tuesday and, you know, play well like we did yesterday. Um, no real room for error at the moment, is there? We can't afford to drop many more points.
5: No, well, I mean, it depends what other results go. I know Southend yeah, true all on, yeah. on Tuesday and if uh, if they lose, then you'll be thinking a win or a draw is a bare minimum to at least get back on level terms with them. I don't know what their run-ins are like. I haven't looked. But Scunthorpe, I don't know, form fullness side of Christmas has been atrocious, really. I think they've had maybe two or three wins, but not a lot. I mean, considering the fact they were second for the majority of the season. Sefin seemed to, I think after they lost to us, they've gone on another run of form.
3: Yeah. Open, so, it was yeah. an open, open game. I enjoyed myself yesterday. I thought it was, uh, it was nice to feel the misery go. Do you know what I mean? I mean, even if it finishes that we, that we finish in seventh and it doesn't, doesn't work out, it was just enjoyable to get back into a, a normal performance on a sunny day at the den. It was just a, a, almost a sense of relief again. It, the last few weeks since that Tottenham game have been a bit, um, a bit like the aftermath of a nervous breakdown. In fact, like I was in recovery mode almost, you know.
5: How, yeah, I, I think are, yeah, I think recovery was the right word for yesterday. It, it was the first big game probably since, or not that it's not big games, but the first sort of. Even though there was no real atmosphere, because Scunthorpe sort of bring five people. Yeah, the coach
3: load, wasn't it? And that was that was all it was. Just a few um, as a statistic here. I mean, it's it's quite incredible. Eleven matches unbeaten for Millwall, two goals conceded in eight games, just three defeats in twenty nine matches. Uh, 15 goals conceded in 29 games. It's pretty good statistics. We, our lead table position really ought to reflect those numbers. You know, more, more favourably. I, th- I think if we, uh, when we do look back at this season, we this this recent run of bad form really be a moment. I think where that the, the Spurs game and then the aftermath cost us. If it, if it does work out, we don't make the top top six, and there's a there's a you know a strong chance we won't now. But um that that recent period has been really um it blighted us didn't it
5: yeah I, I think it did but then before that we weren't very good till sort of december
3: um, no no
5: so and i think that was that was the loss of arguably the best defender in the division
3: I was trying to think at 3 0, um, I was trying to think of any bigger results we've had this season. I can't, did we, did, have we scored more than three times at home? I can't think of any off the, the top of my head. I mean, Statos out there might be able to correct me, but I was, I was thinking if we'd have got a fourth, that would have been a real icing on the cake at 3 0 and gone 4 0 up. But, you know, we, we, we seem to have had a lot of okay results, but nothing nothing brilliant. You know, we haven't, we haven't really turned it on and, 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 and hammered, hammered aside. Um, and yes, they just probably came as close to hammering someone as, as we've come in a long time
5: Well, I don't mind us not hammering people as long as we keep winning But uh, I would like yeah. to hammer them considering the fact that next weekend as they're uh, banging in trouble It'd be quite nice to sort of stick four or five past them and see them slip into the relegation zone would be quite good But um, yeah, I, I, I don't know if we're set up to smash teams, we're professional So I don't think, I think it's all about the results but I know what you mean. I can't remember the last time. I mean, even last season, we smashed a few teams. I remember beating Colchester 4-0. Yeah. no, uh, it could have been a cricket score. Uh, still you still only
3: get your three points, I know. And, and you're right, Professional, the professional attitude is 1-0 is as good as 6-0. But um, it, it was yesterday at 3-0. I thought it would be nice to go on and get a couple more just to really put that period to rest. I mean, I, I think we did put the period to rest with the overall performance. Um, there's a poster on, on House of Fun that I've got. Um, picked up on a book called uh, me, Meal. meal. Um, he says it's not that it wasn't the greatest exhibition of football he'd ever witnessed yesterday, but we've got three points, the professional point we've been making in Harry, scored two decent goals and kept ourselves in with a shout of playoff football. Um, Mill says he saw nothing that made him think the outcome of a final involving us, a playoff final, would be any different from last year's <laughs> result, um, which is... Um, I wish I could argue with it, I'm, I'm not sure, um, I, you know, the obvious uh, team to meet in the playoff final, if we get that far, would be Bradford, and um, we've struggled against them a little bit this season, haven't we, so, it, it, you know, it's not an awful lot to uh, to enliven the spirits if we do get into into a Wembley final.
5: Well, yeah, you say that, but who would who's third at the moment? I don't, I don't even know who's
3: um, Fleet, Fleetwood, is it? Fleetwood, I think, a third, Bradford, but, fourth... So it'd be us versus Fleetwood to get in if if we've creep into the sixth spot. With South you've got Fleetwood, you've got um uh Bradford, then uh Scumfolk and South End at the moment with us in seventh. So it'll be Mill versus Fleetwood if we can creep into the sixth spot. Um and then probably Bradford versus um Scunny if if it stays that way. So
5: Well maybe maybe we might get lucky, maybe we might sneak in. I I can't see set uh, finishing there, but if if they do and we beat South into it, um, I'm, I I don't know. I think the one off the one off games, the the two legged affair, I think that suits us. I think we're quite professional in them there. When that used to be our Achilles heel in the playoffs, yeah. No, so, nah, and now now we seem to just struggle at fucking Wembley. So um, but I, I don't know. I think the only team. I wouldn't want to play there is as Bradford, as you, as you said, which is exactly what I said last year about Barnsley. So, far. <laughs> Pounds not a penny of shit, we'll get everything we you know It's
3: working out. couple of comments I picked up on here. A Scunthorpe fan, I didn't bother picking up his name. A Scunthorpe fan thought Millwall were really poor. Long ball football won then the game, he says in a sour way. Uh, he, but having said, having said that, he says Scunthorpe were even poorer. So, I'm not sure what, where it goes, that sentence. Yeah, Lord, can we score for a long ball? No, we didn't. No, we won. We we we, the the penalty came in the aftermath of a corner. Then we had two, really nice moves down the wings to create the other two goals. So, one thing I wouldn't have said yesterday was was long ball football actually because, when it did go long, it was actually hit into the path of of O'Brien, but we did exploit the flanks more. So I, I think he's talking out of shit to be absolutely <laughs> absolutely honest with you. Harry. A uh, mistake, I think a, a cross field diagonal in front of someone for
5: a long ball. Long
3: ball, yeah. yeah. I mean, Harris said he singled out Neil Harris speaking to the press afterwards, singled out uh, Aidan O'Brien and Steve Morrison for praise, um, also praising the whole team, saying that uh, that was a Millwall team, putting in a top performance in in quotation marks in, in the win. Um, we won more second balls, won more headers. We was excellent. We was excellent, says, and they've actually quoted that verbatim. I would have changed that quote, Harry, if I was the journalist there. He says, we was excellent. I would have said we were excellent, but they've not changed. They've kept it as Neil said it in the press conference. And two goals in the second half showed that. So yeah, I mean, it's, it sets us up nicely for, for Shrewsbury on Tuesday. Um, Shrewsbury, I think in relegation zone. So they'll be looking to, um, get three points themselves. So it's going to be a tough game up there. It's, um, it's not Gay Meadow anymore, is it? It's another, another ground they've got now. I can't remember what it's called now. It used to be Gay Meadow back in, in the olden days. Big yeah. game, big game though.
5: Yeah, um, need three points really, don't we? Um,
3: Absolutely. Um, <laughs> this is Millwall sums it up nicely at the end. He says he guesses that Harris gets to keep his job for a couple of days till till Shrewsbury well, oh, this, yeah. this week, so <laughs> there we are.
5: <laughs> I, I did say it before the game, I said cue Millwall meltdown at five o'clock and then within three minutes it wasn't going to be the Mill meltdown at <laughs>
3: Uh, yeah, good performance. Mill fans are so fickle. One week it's um, super Neil Harris, as it was yesterday. Another week it's Harris out. Would Would you stand on Harris's management performance overall, Harry? Are you? Do we need to change or do we need to keep him? Is he a keeper or a stayer For you, um, I know where I stand, but I'm interested to in hear what you think.
5: Um, I wouldn't get rid of him. Um, I think he's I wouldn't. Ch- no, I wouldn't. He's either. probably ke- look at it from a take the player that Harris was out of it. He loves the club. He's cheaper than other people. He's yeah, good, he yeah. knows the club from top to bottom. He knows what players we want to see down here. You know, as said in Family, as said in Alan Dunn's book, you know, they can tell within 10 minutes whether a player wants the beer or not. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so can we. You know, why would you get rid of someone who's cheaper? I mean, we went for the multi-million pound manager before this. And we yeah. went for the young up-and-coming manager before him. And they both fucking ended up walking away with, 50 wage packets
3: afterwards, yeah. and didn't,
5: slagging the club off as you go. I don't.
3: It Didn't work out well, did it? Um, we I mean, have
5: this thing at the club where, if you're a Millwall fan or a Millwall player or a thing, you're and you admit to supporting the club, you're under somehow under more scrutiny. I mean, look at Marquez Marquez has scored 28 goals this season, but, but I'm Millwall. Doncaster,
3: shit. yeah. It's it's a peculiar pressure we put on ourselves. I mean, I've been following a few uh, voices on Twitter uh, slagging Harris off. Um, Couple of videos, the football shit, it's, some people say. the, um, But, you know, I've got to say, we, even if we finish in seventh, Harry, we've been to the quarterfinals of the FA Cup and we, we're in with a shout going into April of playoff football. Um, some of these critics want to try out the, the, the vast majority of Mill's history because this is a good season. You know, I'm not saying it's a fantastic season, but it's a pretty good season. And you're right, Neil Harris is a Mill man through and through, he understands the club, he understands the support. And we know where it leads when we don't have that. So um, for me, I, I keep Neil Harris, he's learning his job, learning his trade. Um, I think
5: we'll be two players short. I, I really do, even if we don't go up this season. I think if you get two players, actually sign two players um, as transfers in the summer, you know, which we haven't really done to this side, um, we, we'd be at the top end of this table. I mean, really. We didn't start. As I keep saying, we didn't really start playing until December, and then we only lost one game, and that was against Spurs until until the recent blip. You know, we didn't sort out losing Beavers. Losing Beavers has turned out to be a massive, a massive problem
3: for us. Yeah, uh, yeah, we struggled and was with it yeah. in
5: the first half of the season. So if you've only played half of the season and you somehow managed to get in the playoffs, you've done quite well. Barnsley, date last season, they got they got promoted. So I mean, you, you can't Mill. You know, We've got, as you said, we're a third, we're in the third division, so the football's going to be third division level. You're, yeah. you're not going to go and watch fucking Messi or Ronaldo play in the third division. You have to play to, to what works. You don't get time in this league. You really understand that you don't get time to do these lovely fancy passes because you'll get crunched.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's... Um... I mean, it's, it's expectations of. I mean, people are entitled to expect good football, um, or the football that the best football that can be supplied based on the resources that we've got. But um, it does make me laugh. The fickle. I mean, f- football fans generally are fickle, but our fans seem to be particularly fickle. It, <laughs> one win and we're, we're, you know, everyone's buoyant, and and a the loss and suddenly everyone's near suicidal. It's, it's the. Um, I suppose that's football for you, isn't it? Eh? It's the
5: growing Arsenal fan TV generation.
3: There we are. <laughs> Great stuff Harry Thanks for coming on the show mate um, Really appreciate your time And um, I'll probably catch you up In a couple of weeks time Only one more home game Oh no there's, there's two more games A good Friday game And there's yeah. one There's Oxford at the end, of the end of the month So Perhaps we'll catch up For the Oxford game At the end of the month
5: No worries
3: mate Fabulous Thanks a lot Harry
5: See you
2: later <laughs>
3: And finally, a Sunday morning nightmare. Just one item for this week's Sunday morning nightmare. Personal opinion. Personal opinion time. So this is me. This is Nick talking. Um, In relation to the fanzine, The Lion Roars, a a journal of many, many years standing, um, produced these days by Aisha Smith, um, a lady well-known to many of us. Um, She is a long-standing Millwall fan. She has taken on the running of one of the most respected titles in the fanzine business. It's still here after, wow, 30-odd years now, it must be, The Lion Roars. Yesterday, you may have seen it online, you may have seen it in in the flesh at the ground. Um, The fanzine was sold with a missing front page, and the reason for that was that they had planned to put out a rather cheeky, saucy, fanzine-style front page featuring the Tottenham player Song, Um, The object of alleged, and I'll use the word alleged, racist abuse or stereotyping or humour, as some might see it. I see it as humour, though I do understand, and I'm going to sound a bit patsy to some here. I do understand the thought process that led some to say it was racially stereotyped. I don't hold in with racial stereotyping. Um, I do hold in with humour. Good old British humour. And yesterday's TLR actually was very funny. I saw a preview of it on the internet, on Twitter, and it featured Song um, with a with a speech bubble saying um, the magazine was two quid or free for a fiver. Um, now, that is mild humour. Um, we hear and we understand that it caused some ructions within Mill Football Club because there's an FA inquiry. Uh, the press kicked up a huge fuss over the the alleged um, chanting at the at the Tottenham game um, on both sides. Let us say, because Tottenham also are not averse to singing songs about how this player also eats dog meat, um, racially stereotyping. But that's I know two two wrongs don't make a right. I, I get that. Um, where the line lies between. Um, Old school knockabout humour and overt racism is possibly not something for this podcast to to debate. I know where it lies for me and it doesn't lie. There are bigger issues going on in this world, bigger um, problems of um, economic strife, war, yes, racism, yes, Issues of, of, of certain groups of people being oppressed. Whether that falls into this category, I don't think it does myself. It was old school humour. Um, okay, some will regard regarded as a bit naughty, but me, we're, we're all fans, so it, it's our job to be a bit naughty. And yesterday's fanzine cover was a little bit naughty. It pushed its luck. That's the job of fanzine. That's what they're there for. They're not there to toe the line of authority, no matter whether it's called the FA, whether it's called Lewisham Council, whether it's called... Millwall Football Club, the the job of the fanzine is to be slightly outrageous. Um, We all have our own opinions, we all have our own politics. Let me say it again, I don't hold in with racist behaviour, I don't hold in with racially stereotyping anybody, I do hold in with good old school humour. Find your own balance in there where you will. But I just thought it was a real shame that such a loyal Millwall fan as Aisha Smith, who I know from... My own time doing the the uh, CBL, and no one likes this magazine, was prevailed upon and upset to the level that she felt that she had to remove the front page um, of a of a magazine. Now let's, let's be quite honest how these fanzines operate because they don't exist by some right of God, divine right to exist. They are paid for upfront by um, well-meaning individuals, and it used to be me too. I used to do this. So I know how it works. Basically, you take a risk, you, you print up um, three, four hundred, five hundred copies, which you pay for up front, and then you recoup your money when you sell it, or you hope you sell it, because there's nothing guaranteed in this life. Um, generally speaking, you will do. A title like uh, The Lion Roars will sell its numbers. Um, but basically, it's produced by fans, for fans. And I was quite astounded yesterday to see that Aisha had been... Um, made to feel, let's find the right words, made to feel that she had had to remove what was quite a mild um, humorous front page, one that actually made me laugh out loud when I read it. And I'm not your racist and I'm not your right wing and I'm not your, um, you know, your stereotypes, Millwall fan. So if it made me laugh, well, it scored a point, didn't it? That's the point of humor. Um, I'm going to say no more than that. I get the... Sensitivity of the subject. I get that the FA are looking to breathe down our necks because it was their um, their competition that they would say would be be smirched by um, by the, the chanting and the club probably have got the arse because it's an unnecessary problem that may cost money for the club. Um, the very fans that give you the power to get into the quarterfinals sometimes do go down roads that maybe you don't like, but that's that's football. I'm afraid we're not the only club in the world that does that. So I just want to say uh, send my best wishes to Aisha. Um, I don't know if she tunes in or listens to the show. She has my good wishes, she has my respect. I thought it was a funny front page, genuinely funny, and in the end, that's all that matters. And I'm not going away with some dirty law just spit all over me. If he
0: You've been listening to Octune Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week, and we are out of here.